Welcome back to Opesh. This is a great beginning because uh, I have the honor of sitting with uh, Arnold, Arnold, French uh, film producer living in Budapest, uh, one whole year older than me. Therefore, we grew up with the same movies and we have very, very similar tastes in that the film that really brought us together when we first had a catch up and chat at a, uh, at a at a gathering a few weeks ago was the movie Strange Days. My favourite movie of all time, number one. Hardly anyone else has seen it. So when I bump into this uh, this uh, behemoth of a, of a man, Arnold, at this party, and uh, we get talking movies and. I mentioned Strange Days and his eyes light up and he actually knows the film. Not only does he know the film, but he loves the film as well. So this is the rarest of rare chances for a film buff to talk with a film buff about a film that is what both of us consider one of the most gruesomely underrated, unspoken of, unknown films of all time, made by the most successful filmmaker of all time, James Cameron, and his wife, Catherine Bigelow. In fact, we really get into the meat and potatoes of her directing style and and the whole story behind the film, which basically gave birth to uh, stable cams and uh, and a fantastic performance by all involved, especially Lenny, um, played by uh, Ray Fiennes, the protagonist. And um, it is a film way ahead of its time. Unfortunately, it's one of those films where you have to explain that it's now an alternate reality because it was filmed in 95 and it was set in 1999. And, of course, there's a mode of technology involved that does or has not existed. So it's now kind of considered, I guess, you would have to see it as an alternative reality of 1999. So went over to Arnold's place. We sat down and we chatted while the film played silently on his wall in the background via projector, and this is what we had to say. So I uh, hope you enjoy, and we'll see you again soon. I don't want to. Are you recording right now? This not. This goes straight to the internet. <laughs> all the straight away into the FBI. No, files. I'm, not, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. No, the Hungarian are special. You know, like uh, I make. I make. Few business. I lost a lot of money last year, this year because of the COVID. You know. Of course. But uh, yeah, it's um, it's a special country. You would say. But we were talking. <laughs> like three years. Uh, saying the movies. That there was what was his name? Now officially tell us who is this producer from Hungary? Andrew Weiner. Andrew. Andrew Weiner. Weiner. Andy Weiner. Yeah. Weiner. The, one of the best producers in the fucking world, you know, like, let's be honest. Well, okay, name, name some movies that he's done for our audience. Recent? Can... No. But you can talk The classics, about... then. The classic, yeah. Let's Tur- talk about Total Recall. Let's talk the first about... one. The first one. The first one. If you bring out the list, you'll see. It's from, from Listen Bo- to no? this for a list of uh, classic movies from the 90s. He did... Uh, was it Terminator 2 as well? He owns the right of Terminator, so he made he make everything, make everything, actually. The first one... Fell off the horse a bit there. Uh, he did Die Hard with the Vengeance. Die Hard with the Vengeance. Rum, uh, Rambo. First Blood. First Blood, the first, first one. Blood. The trilogy, no, the trilogy. The whole thing? The whole thing, man, the whole thing. And, like, like John McTierman, so Die Hard, you know, and uh, actually, like, uh, all the fucking cool uh, John McTierman movie. 
I don't know if people like Medicine Man, but I like it. What's Medicine Man? <laughs> Medicine Man with Sean Connery, Lauren Bracco. Oh, is that when he goes into the wild or something? Yes, yes. I haven't seen that, man. It's a fucking cool movie. See, I want to hear, I, I want to walk away today with a list. There's a certain way. With a list, Arnold. How do you pronounce your name? Ar- Arnold? Arnold? Arnold. 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 You don't pronounce the D? No, you don't pronounce the D. Arnold. Yeah, Arnold. All right. So, uh, you know, we, we, we can't... You know, I'm just going to describe what's happening here. There is a wall painted white, and there's a projector projecting my favourite film of all time, man. Talk about good film- filmmakers and producers. Uh-huh. One of the best directors ever, also. But Catherine Bigelow, man. Catherine Bigelow, yeah. But here's the thing. I haven't even seen the movies you even listed that she did. Ah, oh, K-19, the widow maker. K-19, fucking cool movie. I have no, to let's see that again. about Catherine Bigelow, like the first woman to receive yeah. an Oscar yeah. in the world. Yeah. And uh, yeah, one of the best fucking action directors in the world. She, she, she's like, she understands action. Yes, yes. You know, yes. she understands like, it's just incredible. And I think she's evolved as well. Like her, her Locker and, um, and what was the other one? Zero Dark Thirty. Zero Dark Thirty. They didn't remind me of like action films that she used to do in the nineties. She she brought. I mean, the realism in uh, Hurt Locker and the visuals yeah, and stuff yeah. in that scene when he goes and you know unlits the bomb. Yeah. There is definitely like an evolution like in three decades with Catherine Bigelow. You know, like the eighties. You know, when she starts. You know, with like cool movies like the fucking her fucking first movie with William Dafoe as. Um, the Loveless, you know, like a, a biker, you know, like the first movie, her first movie called The Loveless with William Dafoe. After she make... Um, uh, See, I haven't seen that. Blue Steel with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. I, oh, really? Steel. Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen that either. With uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in a fucking cup. And the uh, other one was Near Dark. What's Near Dark? It's a movie about like vampires, like uh, outcast vampires. She does a vampire movie? It's a vampire movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Left her, we know her for Point Break, we know her because she was the fucking wife of James Cameron James for Cameron. three years. And uh, yeah, after. And she directed Strange Days, man. She directed Strange Days. Like, I just cannot, like, it blows my mind, man, how awesome this was. Well, not, yeah, I'll tell you the story of how I went and saw it. Now, we're about the same age, aren't we, Arnie? Yeah, you're 39, I'm 40. You're 40, I'm 39, yeah. so you get me by a year. It was 79 you said you were born, right? End of 79, yeah. yeah. So we basically grew up with the same movies. So. Yes. But like, uh, you'd only go, I don't know if it was like this in France, but if you were under 18, you couldn't go and see a movie rated R. Yeah. For respect. Yeah. And the, the, when this came out, I remember seeing this Australian journalist, movie journalist on the morning show as I was getting ready to go to school, so I was 14. Mm-hmm. Or 14 or, yeah, 14. And... Uh, <laughs> And the guy says in the in the review, he says it's it's like a really well made B grade movie. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> See, it looks kind of cool, but I had no idea what it was about except that I knew it was about 1999. Yeah. And I was obsessed with 1999. We were all obsessed. I was like, this is our year, man. Like like that that you missed out for a year, but that was my graduation year. is 1999. So there was a lot of uh, you know yeah. kind of interest in 1999 from us when we were teenagers. Very, very mystical at the time because we were like maybe the two last generation to see like a changing of millennium you know yeah. and everybody was talking about like end of the world like, yeah why 2k yeah, and i reckon they got that name because i remember seeing two like 2k mm-hmm. 2k is coming that's the first reference <laughs> i've ever heard of like 2k and then i've seen it in other yeah. things you know like yeah, you know yeah. the y2k became yeah. a thing there was a two, you know, there's lots of two Ks now. Yeah. And Hollywood was, inter- it was interesting at the time at Hollywood because, yeah, they try a lot of things for this, you know, millennium shit and, you know, and after, 
everybody wake up and it's just a date and you know like didn't do anything yeah didn't feel like a real change it's a real at all. change no it's a real change came like one year later with uh, 2001 yeah you know, yeah and like traumatized America Hollywood change yeah. And, like, uh, yeah, and, uh, but you know they still they, they still haven't been able to, to pull this one off We're getting recording experiences that's what I want to kind of you know that if, you, if, if they could actually get this technology where you can record everything you see do yeah, you feel yeah. you know like it'll become a new drug think about it I, I was thinking about this when I, actually you saw this movie like it's 1995 yeah yeah 1995 uh, ooh, ooh, sorry. sorry my bad no no it's all good it's just a shitty setup. okay but um yeah so yeah you saw this movie 1995 uh, we are kids from the 90s you know like yeah. we didn't have internet we didn't have like you know so yeah this would you say movies were our go to source of entertainment more than video games for me, definitely, yeah. Because yeah. video games were not so cool at the time, you know. It was yeah. little pixels that you have to activate. You know? like <laughs> it was, now video games are crazy. So I, I understand why like, people prefer to, you know, uh, getting into video games and movies. You know? But at the time, yeah, we had, like, movies were so Movies really were our thing, man. That's why they were so good. Yeah. That's why all the, all the films nowadays just try and become 80s and 90s films. And they make so, so many reboots. and you June. Know, Yeah. Yeah, for June, example. Yeah, for example, yeah. But you know what? They 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 never got June right, and I've been waiting with anticipation. My dad is going to be very excited about this yeah. film because he loves June, and um, oh, uh, the one that got made was t- the David Lynch one. Yeah. The one with uh, what's his name? Kyle. Kyle MacLachlan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a terrible movie, but at the time we didn't have anything else. So, you know, you wanted to little glimpse of June, you know, a little feeling of June, you have to watch this movie, unfortunately. The costume are, the costume are still cool, you know, like there's Jorgen Prokno, you know. Like, yeah, but it's David Lynch. <laughs> David Lynch edged bad, you know, like the, I, I watched uh, Twin Peaks like one month before with my yeah. girlfriend, and he said, oh yeah, Twin Peaks was so fucking awesome. And you watch it now, it's like, ah, yeah. Yeah? Does it, does, it, does it age not well? It doesn't age well? Because I haven't I seen, I actually haven't really. seen Twin Peaks, man. Really? No. no, you have to see this. The first time it will blow your mind, but it's definitely he weird. He scares me, man. Uh-huh. He scares David me. David Lynch scares me. You know, some directors, they intend to be scary. Mm-hmm. And some directors intend to be creepy. Yeah. It's the creepy ones that, that freak me out. Like, I mean, that's why I like, uh, um... Uh, fucking the guy who fiddled with the 14 year old in the spa he's from Poland oh. Roman Polanski you told me Polanski Roman Polanski yeah like he scares me too have you, like he, they're movies that have that weird grotesque physical and like even Mulholland Drive when, when they go out the back and see the, the yeah. devil face yeah. that scares the shit out of me man it's fucking scary it's just freaky but and anyway actually, yeah some Roman Polanski shit are very good there is a movie uh, I hope you saw it it's like um uh, Harrison Ford in Paris, Frantic. Oh, Frantic? Yeah. I love Frantic. Yeah. He, 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 he shows like, <laughs> a fucking dark side of Paris, you know, like in the 80s, you know, like fucking grey and, you know, like very, very dark, very like shady and, uh, yeah, it's fucking nice. I remember, I, remember I remember the scene where, because uh, I love when Harrison Ford had a bit of, like, you know, yeah. he was always like a real grumpy, stubborn old, old man yeah. in all of his characters, even yeah. when he was younger, you know? Yeah. He'd just get angry. He was an angry guy. He'd be, like, pointing all the time. And it's I loved a, it, though. I loved it. Like, me too. Indiana Jones and Harrison Solo. And <sighs> so in this, I remember this scene where he, the, he's trying to hide, and uh, she puts him in the bathroom, 
and the the bad guy comes in or something. Yeah. And he steps out with the, the towel. Naked. naked. He's like, like, what the hell are you doing here? And then he goes to attack him, gets locked the fuck out, and then <laughs> but he gets away with the whole story. <laughs> I love this end of nineties, beginning of the um, end of eighties, uh, beginning of the nineties period for Harrison Ford because he was mm. like choosing some role that he have to play, not the hero, you know, but a guy who is like losing everything, like in frantic or even losing like all his capabilities, you know, like uh, um, abilities yeah. in uh, regarding Henry, you know. Yeah, like, that was another weak. good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen Witness? Yes, of course. I've seen Australian it. director? Yeah. Peter Weir. Peter Weir, one of the best directors in the world. Although, I, fucking Weir. you know what I have to say, I have to admit, I saw um, uh, <coughs> Truman Show again. Yeah. And I didn't like it. I, I didn't like it because... Because the technology is too much? It's no, too because or... at, at, at the uni I went to, they told us a story. Yeah. They gave us the, the original script, and they did this for uh, American Beauty as well. The original script. Yeah which was completely different in vibe. And as soon as they cast Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. like, they twisted it into more of a comedy. Like, yeah, and his yeah. he's, he's character, Truman, mm-hmm. was this over-the-top, like, hey, everyone, good afternoon, good... He wasn't... He was in the original script, he was a normal guy. You know, he yeah, wasn't meant to be so yeah. quirky and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was it was more less of a comedy than more, mm-hmm. more of a dark story. And the same for um, American Beauty. That was really different. That was, a, that was a court drama, a yeah. courtroom drama, the original American Beauty. So, I don't know, like, um, how do we get on to that? Anyway. You are a reader, no? You are like, you like to read script, you, like, you are a writer. Writer. You are a writer, yes. yeah. Yes. So, but I haven't written something for a while. Yeah. But when you, so when you, saw, when you see a movie, you like, you apprehend with the side of a writer or visually or what are you like? Tell me. Well, I, I'm, I, practically, I'm probably better at editing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like doing uh, composition and shots, but I'm not as very good with the cameras, the technology of it, yeah. but I'm good with composition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like the stories, man. Yeah. I like coming up with the, the storylines and stuff. Like, if, if you get a story, good good story, down pat, you're going to have a good film. Yeah, yeah. It has to be written well, man. Mm-hmm. So it all comes down. When you boil a good film down to its bare essential, it's the script. Yeah. And of course, you've got the actors, you've got to portray it in the right way, you've got to be visualised the right way, it needs to be lit the right way. But, oh man, like, uh, coming up with a good story, and you know it's a good story, and sometimes the execution of it's what, you got, what takes you so long to get it out there and get read. But, um, do you write as well? Yeah, I was, uh, I was a screenwriter also in France, and I was, uh, I was a script doctor also. But, uh, yeah, I don't write anymore because it's taking, like, a lot of time, and it's, it's very frustrating. Like, as you say... Uh, when you when you have a script, you know it's, it can be like really really different at the end, you know, and sometimes they they can cut like fucking half of your script, you know. So you have absolutely no power. So it's it's very frustrating. But I, I understand what you said about the Truman Show. It's it's still a beautiful movie. There's still like the Peter Weir behind, you know. Like uh, we talk, we were talking about Harrison Ford, but Peter Weir made another movie with Harrison Ford, like named Mosquito Coast. Oh, that he's, one. Yeah, well, he's, yeah, again, he's the crazy, crazy kind of yeah, like, crazy. come on, kids, we're going to an island in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. We're going to live off the land. Shut up. Get in the car. <laughs> and he has also, like, no power on it, you know, like, all the fucking heroes and solos in Indiana Jones stuff, like, you know, all, like, like totally, totally destroyed with this kind of movie, you know, like, where he has no power. He's not a hero, you know. He's, he's bad. He's crazy. You know, he's stupid. He made some mistakes, you know. It's a fucking cool reason for that. I like this. That's your favourite Harrison Ford? 
Yeah, yeah. When he's oh, when he's I acting can't. a bit crazy, when he's acting like a bit retarded in regarding our it's he's fucking cute. He's fucking cute. Really. <laughs> 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 it's enough the, the Harrison Ford and solo, yeah, the Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is fucking awesome, but we, we saw it like ten thousand times, you know, like I like when characters, you know, like uh, when you like actors original break. characters who yeah. break they really break them up. Okay, here's a question for you. Who's the best actor at doing that? At setting up a different mold every time he acts? Ooh. I've got one in my mind. Actually, I've got two. My favourite actor and another actor. Probably my first and second favourite actors. Uh, tell me, if nothing is coming now. But... Okay. Uh, Alright, I'll give you a hint. He plays a vampire. He plays a, a sergeant of the police. Like a... A commissioner. Commissioner. He plays a, a terrorist. He plays a dreadlocked, white dreadlocked uh, drug dealer. Gary Oldman. Yeah. Teaching. Gary Oldman. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the best. No, really. <laughs> Serious black. It's probably then, one of the best. Okay. The other one is uh, my favorite, and he's he's a cobbler. His real job is making shoes. And he happens Daniel to be... Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. Last of the Mexicans, man. Last of the Mexicans. But, I mean, look. I, uh, I want to talk about this film. Let's talk about Strange Days and Catherine Bigelow. Yeah, Because yeah. it's the most underrepresented, brilliant yeah. film of all time. Yeah, Do you know anyone else who's seen it and loved it? Or even I've... seen it? I've didn't met so many people who like they like this movie. At the time, yeah, we were like maybe a group of friends, like maybe two of my three best friends, three friends, you know, like close friends when I was like 15, like this movie, and we enjoy, you know, the the soundtrack or so. But yeah. yeah, I didn't meet so many people in a party, especially in Budapest or anywhere in the world, <laughs> even in Hollywood, like who like really like this movie. Said, Why oh, did this it? is my best movie in the world? And that's what you said. Actually. I'm gonna ask you a question. Why didn't it succeed? What was it? That, that stuffed it up. It was something went wrong. Was it the marketing? No, I think nineteen ninety five Hollywood has a, had a problem. It was uh, O.J. Simpson trial, you know, like and like. So this is what I thought was going to make it so yeah. powerful. I think they lost a the lot LA of riots and shit. They lost a lot of uh, Hollywood was losing at the time. You know, they make like very good movies at the time, but like t- uh, television was too powerful, and like I think for like nineteen ninety four, nineteen ninety five. Like uh, Hollywood lost a lot of um, a lot of money because of television, and especially because of this O.J. Simpson uh, trial, where like all America was stuck on a fucking TV to know if uh, O.J. Uh, did it or not. Was well, do you reckon Strange Days was a uh, reaction to that? Reaction? No, I think uh, Strange Days definitely um, they definitely adapt the script. You know the story, James Cameron wrote the script in the 80s, you know, and they Did definitely... You write it in the 80s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they definitely, uh, or the beginning of the 90s, you know, it was before the, um, the Rodney King riot. Uh, know, it was before so the... Written before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was really ahead of its time, man. Yeah, and, and I think... another reason for it to be, be held as brilliant. And this movie definitely has a stigma, you know, as, a, as the scars of this story, because the riot in Los Angeles after the Rodney King was absolutely terrible. So many people died, you know, like, 
uh, racial war, uh, you know, like Korean people in the fucking street with fucking AK, you know, like to defend their shop. Yeah. Uh, fucking, fucking bad, so you know, you LA. Just too, just too in your face about it. Yeah, and definitely, definitely they made this movie with this kind of um, message. Uh, message and ambient, you know, because yeah. it was Los Angeles, you know, it was like two years before, two years later, one yeah. year later, you know, like, yeah. so they, they had this in mind, you know, like, I think, like, James Cameron movie from the 80s are a little bit, there is, like, the scars of the Vietnam War, you know, when you watch Aliens, when you watch, like, you know, and this movie from Catherine Milligan, you have the scars of the Rodney King uh, Los Angeles riots. Oh, yeah, I, see. I see. The thing is, like, um, I think it has one of the most gruesome scenes I've ever seen. And there's no, there's hardly, I think there's a drop of blood in it. But oh, you know the, the scene I'm thinking about? The murder. With the murder. The, with of, the rape. Of, of, what her name? Oh, just, yeah. The, the whole premise of it, I reckon the whole premise was just too Man, we are full going, on for people to... We are to, going everywhere. You have to explain why this scene is terrible. Because you have to explain, like, the purpose of the movie, the technology they use. That's right. The, yeah. the whole the whole film is built on this idea that you can record experiences, mm-hmm. snippets of experiences that could last as long as you're recording, and you can see. I don't know if you can smell. They mentioned you can feel. You can feel. Yeah, you can feel. Yeah, so it's I complete think, takeover of the brain. Yeah, it's like it's like you go into that person's life. You feel what they. You feel the emotion. Yeah, you feel the emotion. You are in the body. You feel everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's like it's uh, a complete vicarious they perfect call it, experience. They call it in the movie playback. It's like a playback, like playback. You, you relive the experience that someone... Uh, someone yeah, and they did. put the, the device, like the squid, yeah. they call it a squid. Yeah. They put that under the... On and, the grave, and, they, yeah. and that builds in with the, the mise-en-scene and the costume because all the addicts are wearing uh-huh. wigs yeah. to hide the... the they're constantly... Because they're yeah, constantly... Yeah, yeah. Reco- it, it's so ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got vloggers now recording every second of their day. GoPros, yeah. You have these GoPros, yeah. you know? Like, so it's all about trying to get into somebody yeah. else's life for a bit. They'll, they'll start you making like, an iPhone you can put on the top of your yeah. head. And, yeah. You go in and, and, you know, opening scene for God's sake. Go in and rob a bank and record the whole thing and then put it up. You'll get a million hits like yeah. straight up. You just do some quick advertisement for some local gun company. Maybe this shouldn't be advice that should be taken by anyone. It's, I've noticed this. What's this? It's definitely a channel YouTube that I want to, that I want to see. It's a knife, man. It's a, I have a knife on my table. So. Do you keep it with you, like, uh, for protection? Uh, yeah, because I was afraid. Like, I have an young guy who's coming uh, to me with a podcast. You know, maybe we want to fuck my ah. ass or rub me. I don't know. Ah, that's why I came to your place, because, yeah. you know, like, it's your that's den. You, yeah. It's your den. I'm the one taking all the risk here. <laughs> I'm the one who should have a knife. <laughs> no, I don't do that anymore. Anyway, this not is... Anymore. <laughs> not anymore. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, one day, ask Yasmin, even David, ask David about what my time was like here. Oh. Anyway... Don't go, go there. Want to know. Oh man, it was it wasn't it was harmless. It was harmless. It was harmless. <laughs> anyway, um, the thing is, like, I think have you seen Black Mirror? Uh, yes, I have seen a few episodes. I didn't see the whole series. You know, I, there is some episode that I that I missed, but yeah, definitely. See, there was an episode that mm-hmm. rips this idea off. They they have these uh, cameras in their eyes and they can record experiences. And yeah, yeah. It was a different kind of storyline. You know what? Like this is begging to be rebooted, man. Imagine like a because it's it's forgotten. It's history. Like no one even that's knows true. about it. Yeah, People true. need to know about this storyline. Like I'm, I don't know if it would work in today's world. I think the, the the cool thing about this movie is like you cannot reboot it. You can. You can't. You can't because it's like about the millennium. You know, like the millennium is like 
the the set of the movie you know it's like the date you know mm -hmm. so you cannot you cannot do it again yeah. and, it, it, and that's the thing the hard thing to dis to explain to people when I tell them about this yeah. film and they I go yeah so it's 1999 and there's this technology that and they're like what yeah what kind of planet's that and I'm like ah oh, well it was made in 1995 <laughs> so anyway it's an alternate 1999 if all right you, yeah if you explain this to a to a young young person today like to a 20 years old you know like to explain this movie you know what's the purpose of this movie is ah oh, shitty you know like oh. and it's not this movie is not really science fiction it's not really anticipation you know mm. it's not really like c cyberpunk you know it's like there's a little bit of glimpse of all of this you know but mm. it's like definitely it's not a, it's not really a murder story you know it's not really a love story it's like oh, it feels like it's all of those at once it's, all it's of not those one it's not one in, it, it's not one that it definitely is yes it's like so many different movies because it's quite funny as well movies. actually it's quite yeah. it's, there's some yeah, funny it's a bits also. yeah he's he's a comical character as a as a protagonist what i love about lenny as a protagonist he's he's a complete fuck up he's a, he's a loser girl. he's Lenny the loser yeah. Yeah, yeah but he's got a good heart the whole way through all he wants is to protect what he loves yeah and he eventually sees and Mace is amazing Angela, know, Angela Bassett, Bassett Angela man. Bassett oh my god so strong so fucking just like, she wouldn't mess with her she was coming from uh, off from the movie um uh, Tina, you know, the shooting oh, of she Tina. Was, she was getting beat up by like, buddy. Ripped, you know, yeah, like, yeah, like, and yeah. she was so fucking strong. And this movie with, uh, with her fucking hair, you know, like, she's so fucking strong. The hair that swings back and forth. Yeah, and, she and she's does, a badass. She's, she's a the badass. one who, she, I mean, he, look, Lenny, Lenny has closure for his storyline. Yeah. He's a hero for his life. Yeah. She's a hero for the entire city. Yeah. At the end of it, yeah. she becomes this amazing, like, you know, she t she tips the the scales back to where it should be. She's action because like Lenny is a bit. Uh, he was a uh, in the movie is uh, uh, a come from Los Angeles, you know. But he's definitely definitely less badass. He's definitely much more like uh, fragile, much more sensitive, you know. Like uh, he's an addict. Yeah, she's a strong fucking. Strong she's the real hero character because like she's also like a mom, a single mom. Yeah. Mom. But that's the thing. That's the thing I love is that she she fell in love with him in a way because yeah, he yeah. was a cop. He was a cop, and he was the one who was comforting the son when the when the father fucking, was getting. Remember? Fucking, yeah, fucking amazing. Just a little moment like that. Fucking amazing. It just goes, yeah. So that's that's Lenny, you know. He's a good guy. I like Catherine Bigelow because this scene, I think, is like maybe thirty seconds. You know, like when you follow Angela Bassett coming back. Apparently, the the husband made a fucking crime in the in the house, you know. And you go inside the house, you follow, you know, and you see like her kid is happy mm. with Lenny, you know, yeah. and like and you see like. He's reading him a book. Yeah, a close-up on fucking Ralph Fiennes, who were so fucking cute at the time. Like, Ralph Fiennes was absolutely amazing in this movie. He is so cool. Yeah. I mean, he's a loser, but he's so fucking amazing. This is straight after he was the Nazi in fucking Schindler's List, man. Yeah, and he's like... He went from shooting Jews to saving, like... He was among good in the fucking Schindler List, like killing Jewish people in a fucking concentration camp like randomly you know and this movie is like this a fragile sentimental you know like uh, uh, a bit alpha male also but very very like um, broke you know by this uh, relationship with fucking Juliet Lewis you know oh he's desperate but yeah. he's so tenacious I love when they kick him out of the club oh, and he just gets yeah. straight back up and he just <laughs> uses the suitcase to smash through the window and he goes straight back in it's perfect he just, he's, he gets thrown out the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you know yeah. what I'm about him? He's a wheeler and dealer. <laughs> he's a she even says, you're a talker. What are you going to do with a gun? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. 
Yeah, it's just in love. It's a guy just can't move on from his relation with his cute girlfriend. You know, like he can't move on. And she fucks with him, man. Yeah. We're not. We're not give, we won't. We won't talk too specific because we don't want to give spoilers on it. Let's not spoil, but definitely, definitely, he's a he's a loser. But he's, and she's, he's so she, fucking cute. That performance that she gives, Juliet Lewis. You sent me the video. I can hardly wait. Yeah, oh. she's like making a PGRV prestation. So fucking hard. And then she started a band, right? Yeah, she went to Lewis and the Leaks. I seen this fucking girl in a concert in Luxembourg. She's so fucking awesome. You have to see Juliet and the Leaks on fucking stage, people. Yes, of course, man. I'll swing the mic over so you can still get picked up. We don't talk about. No, of course not. We talk so about we movies. We talk about drugs in your podcast, okay. Oh, for fuck's sake. Now we're fucked. <laughs> now we're fucked. Let me get my headphones in. Oh, you've been listening with one working, but not the other, I think. Wait. Oh, no, I just... Because it's perfect. Yeah, let me get that fixed. So we just started, or it was just... No, that was... We've been doing it, man. Okay. But, um... That's cool. It doesn't go on the internet until... Until you listen to it and go, yeah, that's cool. Or if you want to say, no, cut this out, cut this out, cut this out. Uh, you know what? I, I know what is it to make a podcast, and I will tell you, you do what you want. Ah, thank you. <laughs> no, man, like... I don't want to listen and say this is, you know, I don't want you just do it, put it online. It's an educa- educational film, man. I'm going to use this yeah. in class. Apart from more, I'll take out all this. No, they, you know what? They need to learn what swearing is. Because Australians, uh, anyone, Americans, English, yeah. French, when they're talking English, when they're really talking conversationally, they fucking swear all the time. Yeah. So if they don't know, they must know. So yeah, I don't know. Like I think it's still important to you know like there's a lot of fucking podcasts on internet. It's still important to talk about movies. Exactly. It's still important to like especially these movies, you know, these cool movies from the nineties, from the eighties, you know. We should do this uh, every now and then and pick a movie to base it on. We just take the conversation wherever. Man, don't don't tempt me because I'm up for it. If you want huh? to make like fifty episodes for next season, I'm ready. Alright. We should make one, just as long as it lasts. We did. We, I did one in. Uh, yeah, in France. I mean, a lot of cool stuff and a lot of cool, cool analysis. You know. You know, it's funny because I met uh, these Frenchies at a bar when I had the. I was running it in the bar here you in, in Hungary. Maybe if you don't want to smoke. Hmm? You want a cigarette or something? Ah, oh, no, I'm okay. Yeah, okay. It, it, try this. Just take it out of the. Take it out of it. You can twist it out. Yeah, and just hold it like, not all the way up. Not yeah. all the way up, but like. Just hear what your voice actually sounds like. It's cool, man. I like no, I know my voice. Do you know uh, your voice? Yeah, I know. I, I do this shit. I'm this not a sound a, guy. Definitely not a, not a sound guy, but yeah. See, I, I like. I think I'm more interested in sound. I'm mm-hmm. getting more interested in sound yeah. these days, to be honest, man. I, I like kind of like. I'm the guy. visual guy. I'm the guy who fires the sound guy. You know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, definitely, it's a good song, man. It's a fucking good. Uh, it's not perfect. You can change it as well. Yeah. It'll make it a little bit better. Like the headphones, you can make louder or small or, yeah. or softer. And check this out. Ready? <laughs> oh, no. And oh my God. you can record samples in here. So like. Yeah. That was a Dutch guy at um <laughs> at, at the hostel. I caught the neighbor planting her tulips around the stump. That's uh, uh, the guy on the couch <laughs> who was staying with me in Melbourne. He was from Canada. And he was just, like, he had this... <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a, um, 
fucking, what do you call it? We had whole sorts of things on here, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, you are not joking. You are not joking. You I'm not really joking. making a... I never joke. ...fucking food podcast. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Oh, it's what, is it? what time is it? How long have we been going for? I don't know. I just have to check my phone. Oh, it's only five o'clock. That's right. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Hang on, is this still recording? Hey, we're going, we've been going for 46 minutes. You have 46 minutes of... Yeah, content. Okay. Oh. So, yeah... So what's I the, so, the track, man. so you're are you are you a visual guy? Are you? Uh... Yeah, I, I work in production. I work, you know, as a technician. I also make. A... Tell us a bit more about what you do. What you can talk about. You yeah. know, you're you're you're, you're enshrouded in mystery. I really I don't want to talk about me, you know. But I I made some movies. I work on fucking clips. I directed a lot of fucking shitty rap video, uh, fucking music video clip when I was in France. You know, I, yeah. I work in Hollywood. You know. I, I, did, did you work in Hollywood a bit? Yes, for two years. For two, what was it like living in Hollywood? Or living in America? <laughs> Let's just keep it that general. Uh, it was nice because I was young and it was okay, you know, when you start, when you're fucking, like, little Frenchie and you go to fucking work in fucking Hollywood, you know, like... How old but, were you when you were there? I was, like, 33, 34. Oh, man. You know, so I was so fucking... You know, I was so fucking proud of me, you know. Yeah, I would be. And after, yeah, after you stay six months in Los Angeles, the city is fucking too big. <laughs> you know, you have to love to drive. <laughs> it's fucking dirty. It's fucking dangerous. It's fucking... And, you know, you, definitely it's a different energy, you know. Like, we are yeah. in Budapest now. For people who know Budapest, uh, Budapest is a totally different energy from city like Paris or London. How would you, how would you, how would you describe that difference? Because it is different. I don't want to say that it's... It's hard to to pin down, man. Yeah, it's a bit hard, but definitely you have a... You can have a very, very nice life, very sweet life, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely... uh, There is is a fucking good energy in the city. I don't know why. But, yeah, I definitely want to stay here. And there is also a lot of bad side, you know, like... When the tourists were here, you know, like now it's good after the COVID, but... There's too much tourists, like Hungarian people are a bit special, so you know. Like, uh, special is the word. Yeah, the administration is a fucking nightmare, the salaries are not good, so people are a bit depressed, you know, like. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of problems, but there's definitely a good energy, it's definitely a beautiful city. It's beautiful, man. It's, uh, one, for me, it's one of the most beautiful cities in, uh, in Europe. I concur. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think um, Prague is pretty. I didn't realize how colorful it was until I actually kind of looked closely. And Prague like, is pretty. You're right. Pretty is a good word. But, but, but Budapest, there, living there, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I couldn't, like, this, I don't know. I, it just felt like, because I stayed here for longer than I thought. Why it, did you stay? Oh. Tell me just about the city. Let's not talk about The big first. story. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The reason why I stayed is, um, I don't know, I just, uh, I just started following leads. Like, kind That's of spontaneously. Cool. Yeah. Like, someone would say, oh, we should do this next week. Okay, so I'm staying for another week. Yeah. And then, like, you know, the next guy would say, oh, come and film me next weekend. So I had to wait for the next week, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I, was, I took leave from, uh, from work as a teacher. Yeah. And so that's how I kind of... And I ended up here for three months. Yasmin and I started hanging out. And then um, just made friends in all these different areas. Like, mainly mm-hmm. the uh, um, small uh, the open mic crew. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's, like, a whole... There's a teeming mass of these uh, characters, you know. They're, it's just all characters, and they're more interesting than anything I could, I've ever tried to write. Let's just put it that way. 
there's a lot of interesting people who are arriving here and we are like ending here at some point. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. it's, it's weird. It catches see. it catches people. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a, a, a Venus flytrap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But don't say too much on your podcast. I don't want to bring like more stupid foreigners or more stupid. You know, like people in this fucking. Oh, you kidding they me? They you you're kidding oh, me? Man, you have to you have to go there. You know, like, oh, please. Yeah, you watch. Leave us, leave us alone. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, uh, <laughs> Yasmin, she she depends on that man. Not oh, so fucking come up, ah, man. I like two fucking business depending on fucking tourists, and they all crash because of the COVID. So, of course. Uh, but if, yeah, if you want to be like me, to be honest, yeah, at some point it was too much tourist. Now it's a mess because, you know, it's I kept telling there. her, I kept telling Yasmin, you changed the city. In 2013 was the first yeah, time I came yeah. here. And then in 2014, we came back for a couple of weeks and helped out at the hostel. And I still didn't, I noticed. I didn't notice neighbors complaining. I didn't notice too much madness in the street. Yeah, it was yeah, kind of yeah, cool. Yeah. And then when I came back in 2019, it was like fucking wild. It was yeah. like, Jesus, what are these party hostels that they're talking about? Mm-hmm. And they talk about retox and they talk about, you know, and this is common knowledge. This is not slagging anyone. It's just, yeah. it's a fact. But like, you know, I kept telling Yasmin it's a fact that you, because she, like, she started this business with the bar crawls and the party boats and the boats and the fucking buses and that. I was like, you, you brought this upon us, Yasmin. You did. He's like, no, I didn't. I'm just fucking trying to make money off people getting drunk. Like, <laughs> give, give people a good time. What's the big deal about that? Come on, Josh. No, the city definitely changed. But definitely evolved in like a, a big party city, you know. And uh, I think, yeah, it's, it's a mess because, yeah, we lost a lot of well, money. Well, we met at sure. a party. Yeah, we met at a party. At a fucking cool party. That was really cool. Yeah. So what was cool. that place called again? Uh, the Durocket. Durocket. It was a renaissance of the sun for people who, like... Goa party, but uh, yeah, it's Goa, that's what it is. Yeah, well, very um, the Durocat is a very, very nice place. But my favorite play- part of that whole uh space was actually outside. The music yeah, inside was, yeah. was good, but I just yeah. couldn't get into it, so I had to come outside. I was mostly sitting outside, just chatting away with mm-hmm. Yaz. Was there? Oh, Seal, god, she was funny, and Dave, Dave's fucking mischievous. Uh, look, 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 here we go, the big finale, yeah. And, t- and look at the cast. Tom Sizemore. Tom Sizemore. Fucking even the cop. Both of the cops yeah. are actors. Decent actors. Yeah. Uh, William Fischner. Fucking amazing actor. And uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. Who has, at the time was also like amazing. He's, amazing. He's, he's actually done There's a lot of stuff. He's the only fucking cool actor in this movie. Yeah. Michael Wincott. Michael Wincott. The fucking Michael Wincott. Michael fucking Wincott. Fucking awesome guy. But uh, <laughs> Catherine Bigelow always take like fucking good actors. She she knows her way with actors. She, she really knows. She directs them well. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love the symbolism of this. Maybe it's on the nose a bit now, but... And I love... For some reason, I love the fact that it culminated in this massive street party. Yeah, it's fucking... Look at this. Look mm. at this. And it was at the time, yeah. This party, you know, they make it with fucking real... Uh, extra, you know. So at the time, like CGI, CGI was yeah, no. too expensive. No, 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 no. CGI. Yeah. This is this is like all. This is like real people behind, and there is a lot of mannequin, you know, a lot of mm. uh, balloon, you know, like uh, shape of people, you know, like to really. To, yeah, yeah, but they it's, they organize a massive party for the. Look! Look! Here we go. Shooting. Sink, yeah. and you know he always gives you shit about his ties. And this fall is amazing. I love the falls. Yeah. I used to love when villains would fall to their deaths. It's in the 90s. Like Everyone the did. You could, you could take a, um, a montage yeah. and put it on YouTube yeah. of all the villains falling they to their deaths. Shredder in, in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
fucking um, Gallard. Uh, Die Hard, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, he was yeah. like the best one, you know. But it was at the time the villain needs to fucking suffer. He needs to fall from a fucking high building. Because it's the symbolism. To the finish, symbolism. Yeah. Oh. Or to finish impaled. You remember uh, how many times the fucking villain has to die impaled? Who? Who got impaled? Uh, we are talking about Michael Winkert in The Crow. He got impaled through the mouth yeah, as well. I have but a, he fell. He fell, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, fell. He has, to, he has to fell and he has to fucking finish in pain. Fucking Willow. Have you seen Willow? Yes, of course. The of course. Uh, general, uh, what's his name? Fucking with the skull. Uh, he gets stabbed twice. Yeah, yeah. Val Kilmer stabs him twice. <laughs> and finally he falls off, a, like not even that high. He's like, oh, he falls like two stories. <laughs> and then he's dead on the ground. Like, yeah, yeah. General Cade. That was a great film. Another good yeah, film. Yeah. We should yeah, do it. it. That's the next weird. one, I reckon. We should do Willow. Another underrated film. Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, fucking cool. Did you see him in that, that one that the film, the video clip maker he made with uh, Jennifer Lopez? The Cell? Yes. Yeah, yes. The Cell. Oh, it's fucking, fucking old movie now. I forgot what this movie. Yeah, I know. Kind of advantage, but this it scene is fucking cool. You yeah, know, like, it's that's what I mean. It's so yeah. ahead of its time, you know. The ending of this movie is absolutely like the action of this movie is absolutely. It's a double ender. Like it has his yeah, storyline yeah, end yeah. and then hers. Yeah, yeah. They, their storylines kind of come together and then they just separate and it's mm-hmm. like two two different antagonists yeah. on the on the ground and in the in the sky. You know, and the, you know the, the, the pol- like it's the police officer angle. Which had nothing to do with the Max yeah, angle, yeah, yeah. but you know these these two stories they thought was that Max was making up was being interconnected uh-huh. completely weren't. Yeah, Angela Bassett, a black girl against yeah know, a Angeles black girl against two know, fucking yeah, cops, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she you know yeah, and, and the way she like she's security remember so she fucking can kick ass. Mm-hmm. Look at yeah. her, look at the hair. She's, oh, she was amazing. Yeah, she was fucking amazing. Hmm. Actually, I did an essay on this, I remember now, for uh, my, year, my year 11 or 12 uh, um, essay. Mm-hmm. Mm. About? I said that it was also quite ahead of its time because it felt like it could have ended when they're saying goodbye, like, yeah. at the end. And they're like, all right, I'll see you down the police station. Mm-hmm. All right, see you there. And it has this moment where they part and think, oh, it's going to... I thought it was gonna. I was like, I'm hoping it's gonna end where I think it's gonna go. Yeah. But I think it could end here. It'll be fine. But then, you know, when he gets back out, you know, we'll see it in a second. And I said, my contention was, I don't know. I just thought, fuck it. What if that was what costed so much popularity? Like the, the, the a black woman kissing a white guy. Like maybe that was just too much for them for back then. Because <laughs> he never really saw it much, man. Jungle fever. Jungle fever. <laughs> nah, she was freaking cool. I was just I was I was worried at some point people would say it was just tacked on but it was oh. there like you saw yeah. she had hints of it the whole time you know yes yes oh man and the colour of this movie also I like it you know like yeah. it's very very colourful it's like red pink you know yeah like yeah yeah look at that yeah the movies in the 2000 after they, they become like really dark, you know, like a monotone, you know, like a what monochrome, like a Matrix, you know, like the Zack Snyder movie, you know, it's still cool, you know, but it was like this time you had like some fucking, so many fucking colors on screen, it was beautiful. What other films? I'm trying to think. 
other ones that kind of shone a bit like this. Like there was, we're talking about Dark City and The Crow. Yeah, that's Alex Proyas was definitely Alex Proyas. Dark, yeah. But you have also like uh, the Tim Burton movie were very dark also, you know, but... Oh man, do you remember the original Batman? Tim Burton's Batman? Tim Burton's the first Batman, yeah, yeah, yeah. The second one I watched not long ago and it was pretty good nice. actually. The second one, I'm still a huge fan of it, you know. At first, when I first saw it, I thought, it's kind of making me feel a bit uneasy. I was close. Yeah. I was probably only like 10 when I first yeah. saw it. But I was obsessed with the first one. For me, like, it was the second Batman, Batman Returns. It's like the, the summer 1992, you know. Fucking cool summer with Alien 3, you know, the lo- uh, Lawnmower Man. You remember this movie? Which one? Lawnmower Man. Jeff Fanny, uh, Pierce Brosnan. Very colorful film too. Uh, <laughs> the first, you know, the CGI, like, you know, the guy is going into the virtual world, you know, like we were singing, like at the time it was a big scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. the head like, would come yeah, out. Yeah. In 10 years we will have computer like this and we will move, you know, like, <laughs> and we will become like, if you are stupid, we will become more intelligent, you know, like, <laughs> which is quite the opposite today, but oh. yeah. It was a fucking cool summer. There was, um, I was trying to remember, the... there was a film that came out, another one that was pretty ahead of its time, I thought it was like, it had Stephen Dorff in it. I love Galaxy Which one? Now, he play, he's a teenager, right? Yeah. So and the me. film opens with, again, like a, a, a handheld ca- uh, video camera, uh-huh. like just one you'd film at family parties yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's him, it's a hostage situation in a 7 Eleven. These terrorists have come in with masks, they've kept everyone hostage, yeah, yeah, but they're I filming think... it and they're, they're saying to the, uh-huh. the, the companies, stri- like, stream. Yeah. Sh- Distribute what we're filming, uh-huh. or we're going to kill the hostages. So it became. It's uh, not only was that a good enough storyline, but that's all the backstory uh-huh. of him. As, like after what happens to the to Stephen Dorff, who yeah. becomes like a celebrity because he's a smartass to the terrorists. He's uh-huh. just like, it's called So Fucking What. I, SFW. I was about to say it's So Fucking What. I saw this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I saw this movie in video. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. It was fucking amazing. It was a good, that had a good soundtrack as well. In fact, I think, um, I don't know, what did you think of Romeo and Juliet? The best Roman with, uh, yeah, DiCaprio and... Um, the soundtrack to that yeah. as well. Yeah, the soundtrack was cool. It was a time where the soundtrack was where That's the thing. Cool. Yeah. No, no, because yeah. we were saying, like, yeah. the, that was the... Like, getting the soundtrack for a film, like The Crow, even, the like, crow, yeah. I think there was one by Spawn... I didn't really like the film, but the soundtrack, the soundtrack was fucking awesome. Spawn was yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah, it was like these combinations of yeah. these these grunge rock rock artists and these rappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make they make this for another movie, uh, a Stephen Hopkins movie, uh, with Emilio Estevez, Cuba Gooding Jr., and uh, Dennis Leary. I think it's I don't remember the English name. Is it Judgment Night or something? Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Yeah. When they get lost on the bus. Yes. Fuck! Uh, I haven't seen that in so oh long. Oh my god! It's a fucking cool movie. And they made a fucking cool soundtrack also with a uh, with Riper and a uh, heavy metal uh, band. Which was that? Uh, it, they made a fucking soundtrack, cool soundtrack. Oh, for that for, yeah, for that yeah. one, yeah, Judgment Night. Riper and. Uh, That's right. They yeah. did that too. Fuck. And, um, what was the... Heavy metal. I want to know what the, the lineup of that album was. Oh, here we go. Look, look, look. Yeah. See, look at the climax. It's like, what the fuck? Come on, do something. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't even kill the bad guys. I like it. Yeah. That's good, though. It's the yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's yeah. like the yeah. ultimate stand-up yeah. for... See? This shit will fucking tear buildings down now. Yeah. People watch this now. You know, all the slow-mo, you know, I think, like, people... 
it's not really a slow movie. It's like, a, you know, I don't know what they use, you know, but it's, I like the slow-mo of this movie. I like slow-mo. Like, Catherine Bigelow is making maybe the best slow motion ever. Yeah, good call. Uh, yeah. The beginning of Point Break, you know, like the, the opening of Point Break. You know, yeah. man, it's been so long since I've seen uh, Point Break. I can only remember certain scenes. You really have to see the opening. It's opening. It's like the what rain. It's like slow mo. Can you read? You know, sexy as fuck. <laughs> uh, coming out from Bill and Ted. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like taking on a serious in a role. Shooting range. He's starting like a shooting build. range. It was like being fucking badass. You know, like yeah, yeah. The slow mo in uh, in Point Break. This opening is absolutely, absolutely amazing. Gary the Locker, the slow in the Oh, Hulk that yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. The the dust. Yes. Coming up from the explosion. Let, let's be honest. Yeah, that's a good call. Actually, people, we are not so crazy about the documentary style of Hurt Locker. You know, at the time, people were harsh with uh, Catherine Bigelow. Say, oh yes, Hurt Locker. She doesn't deserve an Oscar. But what? I seen it last time, and actually, like, just on a director point of view, it's a fucking amazing work. You know. uh, Hurt Locker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Old Dark 30 also. Like, the Old Dark 30, I remember, like, I saw it in a, in a theater. Mm, I was me too. alone. Yeah, me too. The scene at the end, like, in the, in the dark. Yeah. yeah. You know. Ah. This fucking, when they go and track in the fucking house, I was like, oh my fucking God. And you the guy, in the dark, you yeah. have, like, the light, it's like um, the night vision yeah. girl, you know? And you are in a fucking full dark. Yeah. And I hate movies in the fucking dark, you know, it's always ba- badly made, you know, it's always like the, the light are always terrible. In this movie, this scene in the fucking dark, it's fucking amazing. Wow. It's fucking amazing. I have to watch it again then. You have to, you have to. Because, um, I but mean, that, that's clearly a Strange Days type kind of flick, uh, a technical backflip, you know, yeah. shooting yeah, this point. Yeah. You know what, funny, fun, fun fact, the guy who actually shot Osama Bin Laden in the movie, the uh-huh. actor... He was one of the like most like uh, uh, he was like a teenage icon for Australian chicks because he's Australian. He's Australian. He's Australian. Yeah. That actor. I like this guy. He's, I never remember. His he's, name, he's villain face. You know, you know yeah. actors who are villain face. Yeah. Like you don't know their names, but you can see because they've been in a few films as like henchmen and stuff. Uh-huh. There's a whole raft of them from the eighties, man. He's so he, fucking sexy. Is that, what is his name? He's, he, he was known as Drazik because he, he was in a TV series called High School. Was it High School? Was it High School? No. Anyway, uh-huh. anyway, and he was like in his like um, maybe early twenties. He had an eyebrow ring. He'd wear these really cool shirts, and he was like the coolest <laughs> like badass in the school. <laughs> it's really cool. But then he had, I think he had a car accident, or he had something. He had this massive scar that covered half his face. He vanished from TV and film in Australia, really? and then he pops up in like um, this movie and Captain America and. And all that, and it's like, oh, it's Drazik, and he looks mean. He looks fucking like he's old, he's aged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he looks like, and that's the guy. He's the one who shoots some. And they even say to him, you're, you're the guy who shot some of Bin Laden. He's like, mm. he's not even. He's like a known character in the yeah, film. Yeah, like, yeah, and he yeah. pops up once in a while. But yeah, 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 yeah. he's he's an Aussie. This is Drazik. He's my hero. It's fucking cool. It's fucking cool. And it's fucking sexy as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's he's fucking a good looking guy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was in this movie, uh, I, uh, Domino, Tony Scott. Domino? Tony Scott. Oh, Tony Scott. Oh, Tony Scott. He, he was playing a bounty hunter with uh, Mickey Rourke and Karen uh, you know? Or I, or it's not that guy. Was it him? Or was that the other Australian guy, the one who was in Terminator? 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 Oh, oh no, Sam, no, no. Sam um, uh, what do you think of Avatar? <sighs> I'm sorry, but I like it. 
You like it? Of course. I fucking love it, man. It's it's fucking amazing. It's a fucking like a sensorial experience, you know. It was like, like a fucking head complete head fuck. It was brilliant. Yeah, I saw this movie in theater. I, it's a shame. I, I'm sorry, but I saw this movie in theater four times. I, I don't think you should apologize. I, I, Arnold. Why are you apologising? Don't apologise to me. You apologise. No, because it's a bit lame, you know, like Avatar. It's like you know, like Pocahontas in space. Like everybody, you know. But definitely, like you have like one billion people in the world. Like even my father was never going to fucking cinema. He was going to see this movie with a fucking, you know, Mm, 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 uh, three D Google. You know, like what the fuck? And yes, it's it's fucking amazing. James Cameron is a fucking amazing guy. You know, dude. Like the thing is, people are jealous of him. I mean, how could you not? You know. Like when he, he he makes he makes um Titanic, and I'm gonna say something else. Yeah, I fucking love that film. I love it's a the, f- the first half. I'm like, uh, it's a bit cheesy, yeah. but when it starts the action to kick in, dude, he does some fantastic yeah. like scenes and sequences. He knows how to put characters yeah. in danger and get them out in really yes. cool ways. Yes, he 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 tested it on abyss. Yes. Titanic is just abyss. It's just abyss, yeah. And yeah. Avatar's almost like Strange yeah. Days. Like he got his revenge <laughs> for those two films that he that, that fluffed. <laughs> no, yeah, James Cameron is is amazing. You know, like, it's, I think yeah, it's it, there is nothing bad that you can say on it. You know, like nothing. And let's talk about soundtrack like for one second about mm-hmm. soundtrack of fucking Titanic. It's maybe the most sold soundtrack in the fucking world. Thanks to Celine Dion. <laughs> Thanks to Celine Dion. Oh God. But no, no, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's crazy that Catherine Bigelow, you know, they stayed together like for three years, you know, but there is definitely, I don't, say, I don't want to say an influence, you know, but there is definitely, okay, these guys were together for like three years, they fucked together, they talk about movies together, they wrote some script together, they, they work Strange together. Strange Days was the love child yeah. of Catherine Bigelow yeah. and James Cameron. So for three years, these two guys, you know, this like Superman guy named James Cameron, and this fucking amazing, crazy, talented director, uh, artist, mm. who is like Catherine Bigelow, mm. for three years they were together and they had sex. It means something at some point. It it, bro- it, it, that's what I mean. They gave birth is, to this film. Yeah. There Did they have any kids? Did they have any kids? I don't know. I don't know. He'll be the Messiah. Yeah. A film. He'll, he'll, be, he'll be a cinema Messiah. He'll be like, uh, like James Cameron yeah. and Catherine Bigelow. Like he'll, he'll literally be half... Her and half him. Man, I think like James Cameron should go back, you know, with Catherine Bigelow and Galen Hur. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and they should. Do you reckon they? Do you reckon they shagged at the back after the Academy Awards when when she beat him? Like he was in the same category, (laughs) and he said he admitted he was like, "Look, you know, she did a good job." Yeah, they should like. You should give a fucking big check to fucking Galen Hur and James Cameron and fucking. He's too busy. He's too busy with the blue aliens, man. Yeah, I know. He should, he should, he should um, you know, give some... Uh... He doesn't look like he's going anywhere anytime yeah. soon, though. He, like, he looks young, he's fit, he, you know, I mean, he's, he's old. He's not that old, though, is he? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, she's, Catherine Bigelow, she's 69. 69? 51, yeah, yeah, 69. These people are reaching the 70s, 80s now, you know? Like, uh, Who's next? They have to face it. Yeah. People's, time, it. people's time come and go, indeed, yeah. indeed. All right, and, as, and, and that's, that's a, probably a good send-off, I reckon. Because mm-hmm. the, the credits are rolling now. Yeah. With the soundtrack, with Deep Forest, probably. Deep Forest. <laughs> Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel. There's Kank Anansi in this fucking song. She does two songs. Two songs, yeah. Saving Jesus. And... Uh, uh, what do you have? Um, you have Juliet Lewis. Fucking amazing. Twice again. Twice again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was... Yeah. Uh, um, 
I really like that heavy um, song that I think it was who was doing it with uh, with um, was it Ray Manzarek. Dun dun dun. Yeah. dun. Strange days, like it's strange days. days. I found a dun, 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 dun. I love this song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Song. Even the one after that, I don't even know who the band is. Like I should actually we should look them up. No, but even the fucking Deep Forest song, I listened to it like last time, you know, like one week before. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Like Deep Forest and fucking <laughs> Peter Gabriel, you know, like. All in my things in my Yeah, we were listening to this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a great soundtrack, man. Mm. What, what, what? the best soundtrack in the world. Uh, I always ask this question of everyone who comes on, on the show. Do you know Tool? Do you know the band Tool? Yes, I know the band Tool. Okay, do you like them or not? Yes, at the time, at the time of Strange Days, I loved Tool. Yeah. Oh really? Uh, Back then you liked them, but now not. You no, never. I have you never? I don't listen to them anymore. I, really? Uh, I think if you put it now, you know, on a fucking GBL, yeah, I will, I will like it again. True. Yeah, you can. Because they were definitely another, like again, it's the movies and the music would come together. So like um, bands in the in the nineties, like uh, Soundgarden and and uh, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, yeah. and uh, like Alice in Chains. Uh -huh. Like that was the main, that was the mainstream music that my generation grew up yeah. with in Australia. And like Silverchair and like, that was on the TV. That was what everyone was listening to. And that was kind of popular for a while. And then it kind of changed over to hip hop yeah, yeah, and yeah, techno. Yeah. And, and then like grunge kind of got like lost yeah. a little bit. But it in that time, Tarantino films were being made. Mm -hmm. Talk about good soundtracks to movies. Yeah. But, um, you know, the Scots were rolling around. There were some fucking amazing films made in the 90s, man. Bad shit too, but... Ugh. I don't know, man. When was the last time you what, you really enjoyed a movie? Really, really? What was the last film? Man, it was like uh, yesterday and today, like Strange Days. <laughs> no, but something new that you hadn't seen before. Something new. Something uh, contemporary. Okay, I maybe I will... Uh, I will shame your podcast again. I'm sorry. But uh, I, I really enjoyed... The last time I was really blown away was... Uh, no judgment. Uh, Uncle Jen with uh, Adam Sandler. The Netflix shit. You know, the Netflix production. Which Adam Sandler film? Sadie Brother. Oh, Uncle Jen. Uncle Jen. That had such a fucking weird, like, out yeah. of nowhere ending, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I watched it the first time. I, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't like it, you know? Yeah. And I watched it the second time. And I said, oh my God, this fucking movie is a fucking masterpiece. And I think I watched it like mostly like 10 times. This movie, like, we are in August 2020. This movie comes out like maybe three months or four months ago. I watched it like 10, 15 times, you know, if you want me to be honest. What do you think of the Joker film? <sighs> I like Joaquin Phoenix. I like the performance, you know. Uh, I saw a movie like from Thomas, Paul Thomas Anderson, uh, The Master. Oh my God, The Master. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was, okay, I did not really like the movie, but it was this same kind of performance, this over-performance from uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix is a fucking crazy, amazing actor. He's talented. We know. Okay, we get it. But it's it, do you reckon, much... Do you reckon it's a bit of Sean Penn happening with him? Because I reckon Sean Penn went overboard a bit. I don't know, but uh, not everybody is fucking Daniel Day-Lewis. Not everybody, you know, can make a fucking performance like this all the fucking time, you know, like... And Joaquin Phoenix is pushing, is pushing the performance. Do so you think he, he was overacting in The Joker? Yeah, definitely. Really? Let's be honest. No, you, li you liked it. You liked it. I'll tell you a story. I, um, it's a I good saw, movie. You know, I, saw, I, I saw it, like, I'm, I'm a bit of a fan of The Joker. Yeah. Right? And sure. um, 
No, 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 no. Like the actual character, yeah, yeah, yeah. character way back to the day, yeah. uh, Jack Nicholson days. And I went and saw. Camille. Yeah, yeah. Mark Hamill, the oh. voice of the Joker. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And then there's Heath. Oh. Then there's Heath Ledger. Yeah, yeah, Heath Ledger. That's Come right. on, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Heath Ledger, who definitely, definitely. Oh man, he was my hero. So anyway, yeah. so I was going into this going like it's the same way I was going into Heath Ledger's Joker mm. in the Batman films because I had Jack Nicholson in my mind. I was like, nah, I'm not. Yeah. Gonna, I'll go and see it just to see what it's like. And then when Heath Ledger did, I was like, whoa, shit, this is really good. Now this is the new milestone. So now this Jack Walking Phoenix film, eh, I'll go see it. So I went and saw it with this girl when I, in the first week arriving in Budapest last year. It just came out the same time that I arrived. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, this dude on the plane, this big black fucking um, jet pilot yeah. from America, he was like on the plane with me and uh, this chick called Daria from Greece to Budapest. And he brought it up. He goes, <laughs> oh, man, the Joker film's out. Are you going to go see that? I'm like, oh, is it out? Oh, I guess so. I better go see it. So I went and saw it. I walked out. I'd never walk out of films, man. Really? I never walk out of films. Because you dislike it. I you... walked out. Really? Oh, man. You're, I, the I... Guy, you're the one. Because everybody, like, for like six months, say, oh, Joker is a fucking amazing movie. Yeah. And you walked out of this movie. Really? But I walked out. But you enjoyed it. Hey? You enjoyed the movie? What? You didn't like it? I, um, I, 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 I didn't think much of it as I was first watching. I was like, Oh, yeah, okay. So, a bit like you, like, yeah, okay, we get it. He's had a miserable life. Yeah. Oh, now he's going even more. Than, oh, it's miserable from the beginning. And then the girl with me, at some point of the film, she said, uh, she was from, uh, uh, she was Israeli, mm-hmm. but she was um, from, um, no, not Russia. What's next to Russia? Uh, Ukraine. Ukrainian. Uh, yeah. And she's like, I don't want to watch this movie anymore. It's, uh, it's not make me feel good. I think I leave. I'm like, well, if you're going to leave, then I'm going to leave. And so I really want to see this film. Can we not... Can you just give it five more minutes? You never walk out of a film. And she's like, oh, okay, you stay, I go. And I'm like, if you're going to go, I'm going to go as well, okay, obviously. So just give it another five minutes. And she's like, okay. Five minutes passes. I look at her and I go, all right, let's go. <laughs> and we climbed over the seats yeah. to get out. And my phone fell out of my pocket. I didn't know so I left my phone there, never saw it again. And we were walking back and we were both trying to, dis- we were discussing why we walked out and why we didn't like it. We were kind of analysing it and picking it apart. And then actually, two days later, on Yasmin and I's first date, she invited me to go see the film. And I kind of like, I said, all right. I didn't tell her I'd already seen it, yeah. but I wanted to go and just give it one more chance. And yeah, I sat through the first part again, but this time with a bit more patience than that. It was probably a better vibe because Yasmin was really into it. But she had Dave with her. And Dave, this is the first time I've met Dave. Yeah. And Dave hates people talking in movies. Uh-huh. And I'm nervous because I'm, you know, I'm getting to scenes that kind of triggered me a bit. And I was like, ugh. Uh, and I'm, I'm eventually, like, Yaz is like, shut up, shut up. But she's giggling at shit as well. And then it gets to the point where I walked out. I was like, oh, I'm going to sit through this again. And then when that moment passes, the whole movie does a fucking backflip for me. And it becomes... One of the best fucking films I've ever seen. The last 20 minutes is, is like for my, my, one of my favourite time spans in a film. The first... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, first, yeah. like, most of the film is... you give a, It's all right. Yeah. It's done well, I reckon. But it's kind of slow and boring. But the last 20 minutes, it's just... It just waits. It's far as a cracker up your ass. Yeah. And I think it was... Um, it's just so beautiful. It's so beautifully made, you know, like... Uh, Those colours were amazing. The, colors, the, the tone completely changes, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, so that's what I liked about it. So I did see it again, and I, re- I love part of the movie, and I'm, I'm kind of a bit indifferent to the rest. Now, 
What time is it? Because as a fan, as a fan, as a joker, I think. What do you, what do you mean? Hmm? What do you? As a fan of the Joker, mm. of the character, of the you know, mm. like, do you like it a lot? Like, do you like it a little bit? Or no, I love say, it. I, at the end of the day, how it ends, how yeah. it how it uh, eventuates when he actually becomes Joker, I think he's like on top now. Like Heath, Heath is. I think Heath's performance. It's hard to say if it's better or not because it's just more wacky. Yeah. It's, at the end of the day, this one makes it look kind of wacky, mm-hmm. but it's just still brilliant. And I love that character. Yeah. But this is like, you know, it's taking the character that I love and doing an actual serious take on him, you know? And they don't make it's him out. It's a very good project. It's, it's still a very good movie, you know? It's, uh... Dude, I wrote like a prequel um, comic book for uh, the... A prequel about Heath Ledger's Joker. And it was fucking awesome, man. <laughs> it was so good. Because no one dared to kind of try yeah. and work out what happened, to, like how he actually became that way. But there are these little clues. And I basically did the opening scene was the bank robbery scene but set like 10 years ago mm-hmm. and it's not a bank robbery it's it's set in like the middle east and he and there's and he's part of a team to go in and rescue someone so he's a crack soldier and instead of like it, it follows the same kind mm-hmm. of structure so instead of knocking people like killing people along the way yeah, yeah, yeah. he's actually recruiting people he's oh, a hero cool. he's oh, a hero and then when they when the mission ends they get yeah. in the back of the truck mm-hmm. and they get out but the whole there's this backstory of like he wasn't supposed to get this guy out. Yeah. And so the government had planted a bomb on the truck. <laughs> so when they escape, the bomb goes off and fucking kills everyone except him. Uh-huh. And he sits up and he's got one scar. Like, no. No, he hasn't got the scars yet. Yeah, he's just like... Oh. He ends up... Oh, man, it's so good. It's so good. It really, and he ends up like a... Um, kind of like a vagabond in, in Gotham. He's yeah, back. Yeah, he yeah. comes back. He's yeah. been to prison because he's been dishonorably discharged. Uh, for, for for the for the rescue mission, mm-hmm. they so they set him up, they they punished him for it. He was in jail, kind of like a Shawshank Redemption type situation <laughs> for like a for a couple of years. Like it was, um, he'd have an imaginary. He'd see this old guy in the yeah. prison, who was kind of like a Bill Hicks comedian. Turns out this guy is a projection of his of his father. That and then you have flashbacks to his father, and his father's a bit of a Jack Nicholson type. Oh, man. The Shining, the Shining type, Jack, you know, what's his name in The Shining? Uh-huh. He's kind of like that, that type of character. Like when he drinks, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. fucking plays games with uh, the kid. And he does, he does give him the scar, but only one. The second side of his face he uh-huh. does when his wife plays up with him. So that both of the stories in the Our film two. are true. Oh, yeah. fuck, man. Mm. I didn't know. Fuck. Both of the stories are true. Yeah. That's so that's the big cool. twist that yeah, yeah, he, yeah. It, you know it wasn't just one like his father did one and he did it to himself the second time that's so fucking cool man oh man it's really cool because you actually see how he eventually gets involved with crime yeah yeah like he starts off just wanting to get money back the, uh-huh. the, the pickpocket took like took his wallet and he had 20 bucks left and so he eventually he just says I've had enough yeah. he tracks it tracks it down and it turns out she's given the money to a dealer who's gone into another dealer. So he ends up going right to the top and he's standing in this, like, this warehouse and uh-huh. the fucking bad guy's like, he's a bit of a like, kingpin type, type yeah. of character. And he's like, uh, can I get my wallet back now? And the guy's like, how much is in the wallet? And he goes, I don't know, man, it was like 25 bucks. And he goes, you came all this way to get 25 bucks? You must be crazy. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, look at this. 
should put the sound on so we can get the sound in the background. Because the fucking sound's awesome too. Yeah, yeah. This is the opening scene of the... the we've gone back to the start now. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, it's, um, it's opening... Like, uh, I read, like, uh, Ketumi Go is a fucking huge fan of Hitchcock, you know? It's like a reference to Vertigo. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. This scene is always... It's just a, it's opening a brilliant scene opening scene. Yeah. You know, it, it, it kind of... It's the opposite of um, my other favourite opening scene of all time. And that's in Once Upon a Time in the West. <sighs> That to me is my yeah, the opposite. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. that is this gung ho yeah. madness. That is the slow, meditated action. <laughs> One action happens. Yeah. You were talking last time about um, when we were at the party about this movie. Uh, like you, you told me like yeah they invented uh, yeah they created a new type of camera for this uh, stable this cams thing. man yeah. She yeah. she did a like a um a, a lecture or something. That was the commentary for the DVD. I was hoping she'd actually be doing a commentary, but it's not. Just to slap it on there because yeah. it's so low. Like no one goes out and buys the DVD, yeah. so they don't even care about putting. They didn't even bother doing a real commentary. They just took a sample from her lecture she was giving, describing how. Yeah. Like you see the opening scene with no no commentary, and then when it's finished, you see, you hear it. You know, like. Uh, so. Uh, this is how um, we... <laughs> it's like, oh, I thought they were going to start talking about, you know, like, her and James Cameron. No. No, but she described how, like, they basically invented um, those uh, stable cams that they could do yeah. with no hands, you know? Yeah. Like, they had to show both hands yeah. running and shit. No, this uh, POV sequence, you know? Absolutely amazing. There is a scene when he is offering, he's going to a club and he's offering like a, a little CD, you know, like to a, to a guy in a wheelchair. Yeah, and, and he's running. That's it. Shows you, you know, yeah, the good yeah, side yeah. of things. There is the same shot in Avatar, you know, like when he's running. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here we, we are talking about this sensorial experience, you know, like uh, definitely, yeah. You are talking about like. Avatar is a revenge on, on strange days. There is definitely like the uh, the same theme, you know, like the same uh, the same subject, you know, like this this sensory experience to go, you know, to put something in your fucking brain or to go in a fucking you know, like, and you are somewhere else. How close do you reckon they could do it now? Like you, you can do the goggles and have vision and yeah, look around. Yeah. You can do the sound. Mm-hmm. You you can maybe do a bit of touch. Yeah. I can't know how you can figure out doing smell, but if you can kind of get all of that. With, through technology and just film something with the purpose of that being the experience yeah, yeah. with the storyline yeah. and try it on someone mm-hmm. uh, you know what will happen it'll be awesome but then someone else will get the idea and then they'll have to put yeah. a lot more money behind it <sighs> and they'll just like they'll do an Apple Apple will get it you know what yeah. I mean but still it'll be sick I reckon it can, ha- it can work projections and stuff yeah in the movie this technology is forbidden it's like, it was like something from the it's like sort of a drug yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a um, it's like an illegal technology like you know so it's uh, it's like a wire that's yeah. what they say you know we call, we, I think they say it's being wired or something uh-huh. and I love how you, you just kind of you get it slowly through his his pitching of it to yeah. the lawyer like you kind of you kind of are shown what it is first uh-huh. but then like you, don't, you don't know how all the effects yeah. come in until he does the pitch and he does such a good pitch. Like, I just think he's the most brilliant salesman. If I want to pitch movies, I want to be like him, you know? And he has, he has this, you know, like, he's not aggressive, he's so gentle, yeah. you know, it's like, that's what I like with his character. So it's like, 
he's gentle, he's nice, you know. He, he is, he's kind. Yes, and he's, yes, he's, 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 so, he's so charming. Yes, Remember when he's charming. he picks up the Japanese guy? Yeah. Pretending like, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's like doing an inspection. Yeah, he's charming, he's cute, you know, he's like smiling, you know, like it's... We were not so used to see this kind of uh, first hero character, male character, you know, like... We were coming from the 80s where everybody was better. Yeah, tough. Like, he wasn't yeah. tough at all. He, was, no. he became tough. Yeah. Tougher. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's still a, a bit of a pussy. Yeah. He's, still, he's a pussy. That's what I love about him. Yeah. He's, he's craven. He's, he's, he's fearful. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's obsessed. He's uh, addicted. But he's lonely. Like that scene. One of my favorite scenes in the film is when he's at home. The he's music comes on and he puts on the faith clip. Yeah, and, and he's transported to another time yeah, of his life, yeah. and he's sitting there alone in his bed, just kind of like laughing, uh-huh. and, and then it kind of it ends, yeah. and this is like finishes, and then he's back in reality. Uh-huh. It's really, it's really quite fucking yeah. intense. It's yeah, beautiful. Yeah. It makes you understand why he can't let it go because he's addicted to those moments. Yeah, addicted to the technology, or because like his girlfriend, like Jill Davis, is a fucking asshole. You know, like she's like you she don't know, like bitch. move on, man. You're fucking well, fine. Yeah. You know. uh, here's, here's first little description The physical side of things Yeah You want me to put on a wig And bang some hot chick <laughs> And pay me for it I know I gotta think about this <laughs> yeah. Now in all Catherine Bigelow, Bigelow movies There is like This first character Male character They have a lot of um, uh, You know They are very very sensitive Very like He's a hurt looker Jeremy Renner You know like uh, very vulnerable, you know. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Kenny Reeves in a in fucking uh, yeah. Point Break. Very vulnerable for a first hero character, you know. Like uh, that's an interesting point, actually. Yeah. Her male protagonists in her in her films. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Her. T- could this, does, but does she write them as well, or is it who? I know she directs and produces, but I don't know if she's involved with the writing of the storyline or characters. Uh, she's a she's a complete artist. You know, she started as a painter actually. She's like uh, really yeah yeah. She's a, she's a full artist. She she's controlling like everything. I wonder if she um. She's she a bit got... like a control freak. You know, oh, like, like the best Cameron. movies are the best directors are. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. But in Zero Dark Thirty, there's this you know, these soldiers. You know, even in Hurt Locker. In Hurt Locker, it's a bit different. But in uh, the soldiers in Zero Dark Thirty, you know, like very calm. Very charming. I love that like, shot at the nice, end when he's like, he's arrived home. Yeah. And he's just asked been asked to go get like a box of cereal, and he's standing in the aisle. Like, yeah. And it's surrounded yeah. by all this. Yeah. It's just like a completely different world, uh-huh. and he's completely safe. Yeah. But he's completely lost there. Yeah. Like, why, it, yeah. Why is it like he needs to go back? Yeah. 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 And that last shot where you see him marching towards the. Yeah, pretty good. Cool. And this storyline here, this is intense, you know? Yeah. The way they were chasing her and shit, it was so full on. He's such an asshole on this, look at him. So, so bad. He's a. Uh, uh, I saw him um, play a small part in the Vince Vaughn film, The Breakup, where he uh-huh. plays one of the brothers. <laughs> and he's kind of put on a bit of weight, but like, he, he, he acts like he's got autism. Yeah. He's brilliant. He's so. He was the funniest character in that. And he's only in like two scenes, mm-hmm. and he's just. He always looks nervous and. He's like, come on, guys, what's going on? He, he's a really good actor, this he's guy. He's an amazing actor. Apparently, he's really good in the, that TV series. Um, yeah, where he's playing... Daredevil. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, apparently, he's really good. Sociopath detective, yeah. yeah. Nice. No, he's a very, very good actor. Very brilliant. And the other guy, the other cop as well. William Fitchner. William Fitchner. Yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah, the actors are fucking cool, fucking good in this movie. Yeah. God, you know, the way she does it, so intense. Uh-huh. Just a, a, a like a pretty standard, you know, two guys chasing a girl with a gun. Yeah, and actually, scene, like on the on the pure point of action, you know, like it was a time like people don't re- don't realize now because like we have like crazy editing, like crazy, you know, like but at the time like seeing a movie with this kind of uh, rapidity, you know, like it's mm. fast, it's yeah. go fast, it's like well, everything is perfect or the frame, you know, like, yeah. it was not that common, you know, it yeah. was not that, uh, that's why movies like, you know, like, um, I was thinking about like Total Record, you know, like the Just Vacano, um, you know, like, uh, movement, you know, like, this going fast, you know, it was, we needed this at the time, we really needed like something like strong, as you mentioned, like, not MTV style, but like, we need something fast, something like, we need action, we need, yeah. we need it. yeah. And the thing is, like, I think the job of the editor, because they, you know, the camera's not as freewheeling as it yeah, is nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Which I think it, 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 it's you choose your best shots. Then everything's too fluid now, where it's, yeah, it's, it's like yeah. too all encompassing. Yeah. They've lost the art of where to point the camera. Yeah. You don't need all that kind of shit. Uh-huh. Even that scene, the chase scene, then in a film today, that would last. For Two minutes. Yeah, that's true. And you wouldn't have been... By the, t- by the time you're trying to get invested in it, yeah. it's over. It's just a plot yeah. movement. But that goes for a while, you know. Yeah. yeah. And it builds and builds and builds. And, you know, it didn't have yeah. to. Kids probably watch this and go, oh, this is kind of getting boring. Because, like, things are, t- like, stretched out a bit. Yeah, a little bit. But it's done so slower. well, though. Yeah, yeah. It's just a different way to work, you know. At the time, they were fucking working on fucking negative, you know. And now... Everything yeah. is fucking, you know, like data, so you don't care about it. Yeah. So the time was organized different, you know, like making a shot was different. Yeah. And there's definitely some, look, look at this fucking shot. Look at the lighting, man. Look and at the glow the light, in the background. The Rolex, like, pff, yeah. all the details, it's beautiful. Just one fucking act. Yeah, and look know? at the, look at the framing. Yeah. Look at the, the bottle, he's kind of squeezed in there. Uh-huh. The yeah. Rolex, the fake Rolex. Yeah, the fake Rolex. The close-up and even his costume, like the leather pants and that. Yeah, I was I thinking it. about the costume. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And look at this. See, look at the the cameras. They're on roller skates. This scene is amazing. It's Rollerblades. Look at yeah. this. And oh, man, she sits, she looks so hot. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, kind of reminds me of that. Oh no, now I'm gonna start mumbling about it. What time is it? I don't. Know. It's almost six. I, I, I don't have a phone call, so... We've been going for an hour and 30 minutes. One hour and 30, yeah. It's actually a shorter. Uh, <coughs> but I've got, some, I've got to see what's going on. 5.43. What are your plans for the weekend? All right, do you want to, do you want to wrap it I up? Have... Do you want to wrap up the podcast? If you want to continue... No, me, me, I'm good. You know, I can... I told you I can make this for like three hours. Uh, my plans for the weekend, uh, basically, I don't really have... Actually, I think it's the first weekend for the like since the you know the um, end of the confinement. Mm-hmm. Know, but mm-hmm. I didn't plan anything. I will go with the flow. Oh really? I have no party, nothing. Yeah, but I definitely search like techno or go. So do you, do you do you go to those kind of gigs a lot? Because I've never been, man. It was awesome. Really? Yeah. We are doing this every weekend. Every weekend. Saturday uh, and Friday night. Every weekend how since the opening it? of the confinement. How much, is it, what? how much is it though? How much? I can't remember the tickets, how much it was. 
Um, it was pretty cheap, so like four thousand. But you have to pay but to get. That's just to get into the room, like that whole you, outside area. Is that yes, you have to pay for that? The, no, you don't have to pay if yeah. you want to stay in the garden. That's what it, why it's cool, you know. But that's what I love yeah. about Budapest, man. There's just so many. It's a real. I feel like it's a real night owl city. It's it's definitely a, a city where you have like good some good parties. Really amazing. Really. And you, what's your plan for the weekend? Um, so tonight you're going on a boat? Tonight I'm going to work on the boat. Party on a boat. And then um, after that we usually we go out. Mm-hmm. So tonight's a, tonight's a, what do we call it? I think tonight will be a budget night, so we spend our day's budget tonight to have fun. And then we have, boring, we have boring nights where we don't take any money and we don't go out, we just stay home and watch, watch movies. Okay, yeah. Watching Breaking Bad at the moment. And then... Um, Oh, well, I roll it with a oh, bloody hell. If you want to cigarette, you want to take. No, no, no. Actually, I prefer these. Okay. You, you, you know, you pre- actually, you know what? The cigarettes that are pre-rolled, or the, the, you know, these cigarettes in Europe, yeah. so much better than the cigarettes in Australia in that regard. Really? Yeah. And you know what? This, these packets are flying by. I'm really kind of got to slow down. I don't know why I'm smoking so much. These are doing bold if you want. Huh? Downstairs. What's that? Dorian Bold. What's that? It's uh, where you can buy some cigarettes, basically. Ah, yeah. Cigarettes and alcohol. Oh, yeah. I love that you can only buy cigarettes in mm. one place. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. at the time, you know, this scene with Juliette Lewis, you know, the, the memory, like, uh, it's also maybe, let's say, like, we didn't saw this so much in porn movies, for example. It came later with the technology, you know? Like, yeah, the point of say, view stuff. Yeah, like, fuck, you know? You totally That's what I mean, man. You enough technology to have sex with your girlfriend. That's what I mean, man. Like, uh, if you can package experiences and sell them as experiences, I reckon people would really get into them. Yeah. Make this for real. You wouldn't even need the technology yet. Just use I GoPros and, and good recording is, equipment. Yeah, if there is definitely one technology in all the 40 years movie before, you know, the science fiction movie before the, the 2000, I would say, yeah, I want this device. Because now in, you know, in Star Trek, you have like their fucking... Uh, People are locked gun. away and shit. Yeah, but we have all the technology of Star Trek in a fucking iPhone now, you know, like, so... Yeah. You know, this fucking phone, you know, like, but... This technology is still something that I would love to try or love to buy or love I wanna, to I want to see what um, James Cameron's going to do with the new Avatar films. Because he keeps uh, talking about some technology that's going to blow everyone's mind, right? So what is he cooking up in that, the that big things, experimental... Like, what's the next big technology? Because he, when, he, when he comes to cinema yeah. nowadays, he comes bearing a gift. Like first it was like, I don't know, it was first, first it was CGI. Yeah. Then it was all CGI. Then it was like fucking. So on the shooting, he's planning to make some uh, motion capture in the water. He wants to make the next abyss. Yeah, there he will wants be to a reboot, lot, yeah. reboot abyss because not reboot, but like I think pay homage want, to the film. That, that apparently, he wants to make like one full avatar under the under the water. What? In, in the water, in the sea, in the. A town. He wants to make like a full movie under the. Oh water. yeah. Yeah, a full avatar under the water, like an abyss. Yeah, we told you. And uh, the other thing, it will be like technological. I think the technological cannot really evolve for a theater. Like 120 FPS, Dolby Atmos, and still 3D, maybe like a, you know, like a much more um, fluid 3D. I don't know. Well, I kind of see this, this. Like but it will 
too definitive to be huge. I think if they get the technology of 360 video better, yeah, then you can kind of like stage a, a, a film where you can shoot a film where you put the camera in the middle and you stage yeah. actors around the camera and you, you engage like, I don't know, maybe they're playing a game of poker or something. Mm-hmm. And you are there and you're like, um, I don't know, either a witness or a character in, mm-hmm. the, in the film. Of course, you won't have control over what you say, that's the thing. But um, you'll be able to look around. Like The only difference is, it's like a movie, you focus your intention to where yeah. you should be, but you can also look at other things that are happening. It'll be interesting to see. It's definitely a... a Definitely very interesting to, to work with. I wanted to make, fun fact, I wanted to make a, a 360 movie, um, degree movie, you know, like really? before, before arriving in Budapest. I tried to solve the money, but everybody said, yeah, you know, like nobody Te- was into it. the technology is not quite up for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't want to wear an Oculus and, you know, look stupid and watch movies. <laughs> not we wanted, yet. We wanted to do, like, oh, that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to do a classroom scene, because I was teaching, you know, mm-hmm. and we thought, all right, let's make it really easy. So we do a, a classroom scene teacher, students, and we plant one of the characters in the middle of the room and like, they're basically just a witness yeah. and, and they're watching a play happening around them. So certain characters will speak to the teacher, the teacher will give them shit or something like that and you've got to look at the conversation but you can also look at the like, yeah. and then it climaxes to, we wanted to work out one of the kids is really good at doing special effects uh-huh. we wanted to kind of like suddenly the windows completely blow in and fire, like a fucking bomb goes off. Yeah. So it could be like a school that was either a Western school or like maybe a school in the Middle East that everything's going normal and then this fucking bomb just kind of just comes in and obliterates everything. Mm-hmm. So like, we wanted to do that, but um, fuck, what happened? We just didn't find the camera good enough. Like, to really experience it, where the goggles through the phone, yeah, the clarity yeah, yeah. of the shots weren't yeah. that great. Like, yeah. Oh, here he is. Wouldn't you like to be that, that <laughs> with a Filipino girlfriend? Wouldn't you like to be that guy for five minutes, the right five minutes? Uh, you know what? You won't even tarnish your wedding. Yeah. Look, there it is. The <laughs> this guy's so creepy when he when he puts on the the squid and starts acting like a girl taking the, the shower. Yeah. You're just an eighteen year old girl taking <laughs> the shower. You better see shower. the possibilities here. <laughs> Look at this cute face. Look. He's he got was, these eyes, these really clean yeah, blue. Yeah. He's got strong brows. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He was fucking, fucking cool. beautiful, with the hair. You know, like oh my god. They even make him quite. She makes. She feminizes him. A bit. Yeah. 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 Look yeah, at yeah. the makeup and Look like the, the eyeliner. Yeah. It's interesting. Oh, she definitely had a crush on him. Like she definitely like makes. Look for at me, the lighting. Look at yeah. This. He's red. He's white. Yeah. His eyes. Like an angel. The, the rule focuses on his, the frames on his eyes. It's a fucking angel. It's a fucking angel for him. Uh-huh. And he's in hell. And he wants to go to the angel. It's beautiful. Yeah. Backlit. Yeah. You know, there is some smoke, you know. Yeah, he's in yeah, hell. Yeah, he needs yeah, to yeah, go yeah. to this guy. Yeah. He's an angel. He will bring him to That's awesome. That's paradise. Right. Yeah, paradise. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the gift from God. I'm, I'm the archangel. Yeah. Uh, Lenny. <laughs> Lenny Nero. <laughs> It's an amazing, it's an amazing direction. The frame, the work on the frame in the movie. It's, that's why when Catherine Miglou is a fucking master. Look at this, you know, the, just the, the lines, yeah. the, the, the upturned chairs and the moving over, watching you, watching uh-huh. you. And even here, you know, the way he's Yeah, just, you know, Chinese. He, he loves, yeah, yeah. Chinese the restaurant, they call, yeah, look the, at this. These back rooms of restaurants and yeah. bars, there's a lot of back rooms <laughs> of things. 
No, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Just an eighteen-year-old girl taking a shower. Uh oh, here comes ours. Poor uh. girl. Yeah, this is Los Angeles. You know, Look at the, it's it's almost Blade Runner ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit of rain. Yeah, yeah. Got the neons kind uh-huh. of like. And it's a bit of a chaos town as well, as you yeah. see. Tanks going past. It's a tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> Police, yeah, crime, uh, crime scene everywhere. Like the world is like yeah, yeah, apart. yeah. It's going bad. It's going bad. <coughs> Jericho one. Uh huh. Now this this Los Angeles in Strange Days from Catherine Bigelow is absolutely perfect. Absolutely perfect. Oh, Tom Sizemore with a big wig. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact, like Tom Sizemore, I think he made a fucking um, sex video. Was it a sex video? Yeah, he had a... Oh, with Tom, with Tom Sizemore? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. That'd be rough. He'd be creepy. I love him. I, I really like him. I saw Zero Dark Thirty last time and there is a little... Um, I think like there is Ray Fiennes in Zero Dark Thirty. You remember? Mm-hmm. Red Fines. Yeah, he's, he's one of the. Yeah, yeah he pops yeah. up, and I was like, yes, Lady <laughs> Zero! <laughs> he's another one who can vanish into it. Like, he vanishes into this character. Uh huh, yeah. He yeah. does not seem like Ray. Because he's, he's so stern, and he can be like. If you compare this to. Um, the, was it the Constant Gardener? Or the English Patient? The English Patient, yeah. He's so quiet and reserved. Yeah. In yeah. this, he's just like, hey, it's just amazing. His hair's flopping around. You always play like some yeah people like uh, with monoface expression, you know, like in here in he's smiling. He's so he's expressive, laughing, he's laughing, he's, he's smiling, crying, he's yeah, like look. he's doing everything, everything. He's fantastic. Yeah, he's suffering, you know, he's he's in love, he's a loser, yeah. he's a drinker. Yeah. It's a fucking fucking brilliant role. Brilliant, beautiful brilliant performance. Acting. Yeah. yeah. Performance is incredible. Yeah. And also this Hollywood style, you know, like this guy is in LA, you know, it's an Englishman in fucking Los Angeles, you know, and he's... Chinese know, bar. He's fitting... Yeah, and he, yeah, he, he has no trace of an accent, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of a British accent at all. He's got a real a good LA fucking accent. accent. Yeah, 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 fucking amazing. Sexy yeah, look at those sideburns, man. <laughs> look at those sideburns. Oh, boy. It's a very fun porn movie. Really. <laughs> His best role, man. No, oh, yeah, she. He's my favorite role. And Tom, you. Oh, there is, there is, a, there is really like a, a beautiful relation between Ralph Fiennes and, and the director. Like there is like You're there okay. is love. There yeah. is like fascination. Yeah. I wonder, I like see. a lot. Of, I wonder if anyone really asks him about this experience of shooting Strange Days. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, there it is. <laughs> Uh, there's something to do with faith there it is magic fucking word even like Tom Sizemore is like sarcasm yeah, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can be real kind of like <laughs> look at that like yeah ah oh, here we go another comic scene this is good he tries to sell the Rolex his car gets towed <laughs> three million years of evolution and that's the best you can do You know all the lines of this fucking movie. Maybe, man. Yeah, it's been man. a long time. It's so fucking cool. <laughs> what? You, you got cash on you? I oh, know, but uh, wait, wait, wait! I can just talk to my bank. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> it's a Rolex. 
<laughs> he's such a squirrel. Look at him. He's, he's always energetic. Uh, and, yeah. right, he's got the suitcase. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And then you see all the other watches <laughs> in the suitcase. He puts another one on. He's a con man. That's what I love about him too. I love con men in films, man. Yeah, he's definitely hustling. He's a hustle. Yeah. <laughs> so what'd you get up to this? Ah, <laughs> uh, Philo's about to pop up, uh, I think. Jericho won. Jericho won. He's the only actor I would have replaced, this actor. The guy who plays Jericho 1. You don't like him? Nah, I just no. don't think he kind of land. Like, he, he, he tries, it feels. Yeah. But they could have, like, had a real, I don't know, a real hip-hop artist or something. That would have been better. I don't know who was floating around back then. But Philo Gant's perfect. Mm-hmm. The villain. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I uh, so Kendrick Lamar I imagine being kind of like this guy Kendrick Lamar yeah, yeah. Uh, when his music came out I was thinking oh it's Jericho 1 finally <laughs> we felt Jericho we listened to him hmm Did you saw the last movie, uh, Detroit, from Catherine Bigelow? Which one was it? Detroit. Detroit? Detroit, Detroit, yeah. Detroit? It's a, a movie, it's a city, sorry. Is Detroit. it the film called yeah, Detroit? The, yeah. No, I don't know, what is it? It's about um, a racial riot in Detroit, and it's, um, actually it's a true story, and uh, some cops who killed uh, black, uh, black teenagers. Really? Yeah. Oh, she's going back to it. Yeah. Detroit, huh? Did she get any... Um, when did it come out? Must have been before Last COVID. Yeah, or oh, 2018 or 2019. Uh, definitely during this Black Lives Matter, you know, like... Uh, oh, man. Yeah. You should check it out then. Anything first. I mean, even um, John McTiernan. Do you remember him? He did the Predator, Die Hard. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was a really good director too. But he was the best. Something went. Re- he was. Predator. Predator. Hmm? Predator. Predator, man. Predator, yeah. What a brilliant fucking, brilliant. Just you know what though? He he jumped the shark with me when he he made a movie called Murderball or Rollerball or something. Uh, like Rollerball. Yeah. He's a reboot. And, yeah. And then they did like a sequence where it was all <laughs> night vision, and it just didn't yeah. look good, man. I didn't like you it. No, it was bad. Yeah, it was a good no. idea, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, oh, and my other favourite is the Dutch guy. Is a Dutch guy? Fucking um, Total Recall, Paul Verhoeven. Paul Verhoeven, yes, Robocop. Yes, yes, of course, of course. Robocop, Basic Instinct. Remember he did Showgirls? Oh, yeah. I actually really liked This Jericho one was in Showgirls. <laughs> is that him? Yeah, I see, no? I can't it's remember. a black guy. <laughs> I can't remember anything beyond Elizabeth Berkeley, man. <laughs> She Everything was, was a fault. Yeah. She's, she's, oh man, I had the like, biggest hots for that. I'm the kind of guy who would say like, Showgirls is a fucking, fucking good movie. I loved it. It's a fucking I loved movie. it because I was laughing and yeah. like, I was, I was like, this is hilarious, man. He's so, so much energy. She's so when she's fucking hard. in the, in the yeah. fountain, it's got like the, the waterfall <laughs> splashing on her and she's just thrashing around. It's like, yeah, fuck, this is amazing. She has so much energy. She's so pissed off all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Showgirls is a fucking good movie. I will yeah, defend Showgirls until I die. 
Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers, yeah, fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. Robocop was it? Total, Total Recall was probably my favourite out of all of them. But, yeah, um, but I'd say uh, it's, hard, it's, it's hard to pin between that Robocop. Flesh and Blood? You see Flesh and Blood with Red Gower? Did you saw all the movie? The Dutch period, like uh, with Rugby Gower, like nah. uh, Peters, uh, Soldier of Orange. Didn't he do one with uh, Gary Oldman as well? No, not Gary Oldman. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Kevin Bacon. Was it Kevin Bacon? Hollow Man. Oh, did he do Hollow Man? Hollow Man, yeah. Damn, that was creepy, man. Yeah, that was creepy. No, which one are you going to do now? We bring up his uh, filmology. Oh, I've got the internet. Uh, Turkish Delight, Spetters, uh, The Force Man, it was in uh, Netherlands, uh, Flesh and Blood, first American movie, Robocop, Total he, Recall, he, he's, Basic Instinct. Did he do Basic Instinct? Yeah, yeah. Showgirls, Starship Troopers, Hollow Man, and after it's, uh, it's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! You just put me onto something, man. I'm trying to think. Oh, was it Rutger Hauer? In Rutger Hauer, yeah. Rutger yeah. Hauer, of course. He's the Dutch guy that I, yeah. I love. Rutger Hauer, man. I love he's Rutger. He's in Blade Runner, he's fucking. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. In Blade Runner. He died. Is this here? No. No. Did he die? He, oh, he died. died. And then the world fucking ended. See? Yeah. Yeah, Rutger Hauer. He always goes that extra mile to just be that wolfish, crazy person. Yeah. Dude, Lady in the Hawk. Uh-huh. No, Lady Hawk. Lady Hawk. Lady Hawk. Hawk. Oh, the music was terrible, but yeah, Red Gower and Michelle yeah, Pfeiffer. The, the music was bad, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the storyline. The movie is cool. But yeah. yeah. The music is bad, but the movie is still cool. Yeah, Red Gower. Yeah, he was like a very, considered like a very, very good actor when he was like working with Paul Verhoeven. Mm. And at some point he said like, because he made Blade Runner, so he said, okay, like, I have Hollywood for myself. And uh, he said after he said to Paul Verhoeven like fuck you I don't want to work with you anymore. Really? And he started to make like a lot of lot of shitty movies, but still, there's a movie that I like that will also fight for this movie like forever. It's called <laughs> Blind Vengeance. Philip Noyce. What girl is playing like uh, a blind samurai guy? Yeah. Yeah, I love it's that movie. <laughs> what is, it, is it called Blind Justice? Blind Justice or Blind Vengeance or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the opening scene has a, a, has the actress from He-Man in it who plays Evil in, and she's fucking amazing. She has these really Meg creepy Foster. eyes. Meg Foster. Was that her name? Meg Foster. She's, yeah. she, she's in the house, like, a, and she's still creepy looking. Yeah, she's beautiful. yeah, she has crazy eyes. And then she has this, this kid, and then they all get killed. And then... She, yeah, and, and, yeah, and then he gets... Yeah, 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 I remember. He was no, awesome in that. Yeah. He was also... And I'll fight for this movie as well. It's sure? He was the villain in this movie with Ice-T. And Ice-T is this homeless yeah. person who they recruit to, to release into the wild and hunt him down. And he was the leader of the... And he's eating like... you know, It's like they're eating a human body or something at the meal before... Like he's... Oh, oh my God. Creepy. And he goes creepier and creepier. By the end of the film, yeah. he's dressed as a priest. And uh, Ice-T's like, you know, got, got the gun on him. Uh-huh. He's like, come on now. Finish the prayer. And he's like, you know, shoot me, shoot me. And, and Ice-T's like, nah. Walks away and he leaves the gun. Yeah. And Rutger Hauer picks up the gun and he's like, uh, "What's his name? Like, uh, like Walker or something?" Hey, Walker! And then uh, you know, I see he's walking towards the camera. He's like, "There's always something that you got to do when you find a gun." 
And then you see that he, you know, he's like, say goodnight. And the camera zooms yeah. into the barrel of the gun. I remember. And then you see it's stuffed with tobacco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see the shadow of him, like he's about to shoot. And he's going to turn blows up and he's fucking... And then you see I, I see as he's walking off in the distance. Always check the barrel. <laughs> oh, man. We have to make a podcast on this movie, man. We should, we, I have to see it again. Oh, it it's so good. Yeah. It's, so, it's so bad it's good, man. It's so bad it's good. All right, man, I better move because I'm, yeah, I'm going okay. to meet up with Yaz. It's, mm-hmm. It'll take me an hour to get there, trust me. I'll get lost in Budapest. Okay, man. That's okay. one thing about Budapest that always gets me. I, I get lost. I'm, I'm going to walk the streets. Uh-huh. Walk the streets and yeah. um, really get get hammering on working my way around. But I've got to find work too. That's the thing. I've got to see about these English teachers and shit. Okay, man. All right. That was awesome. Okay. Where's it, where are the headphones? All right. All right. Let's wrap this up. So thank you very much, Arnold. My pleasure. Thank you for inviting me over. This wonderful host. We, uh, we had strange days, strange days projected on the wall here. Yeah. And it does look better as it gets darker. Yeah, it's better in the dark, yeah. So you just sit along here and and uh, just watch from here? I think it's yeah. perfect, man. Yeah, it is. I'm going to try and convince Yasmin to... You have to come back and watch the movie. Yeah, okay, listen. Next time you're free, yeah. I'm flexible. Um, but we should do another one, man. We should think of a film, one of the ones we've talked about today. Yeah. And uh, we just ha- do the same thing. Have it playing in the background. Yeah. yeah and then we just sit yeah. back and talk about... You yeah, know, let's do this when you want, man. Whatever you want, man. When you want. I reckon. Now, um, all right, we're going to head off. Thank you very much. It's, this is, I guess, still yeah, Opesh. Sure. I think so. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone. Mm-hmm.